Hello, my loves, and welcome back to the Raise Your Vibration podcast. I am so excited to be here with you today. My name is Shelby Rose, and I am an energetic and business guide helping you align, activate, and expand your energy to create the life and business you're wildly obsessed with. I believe that every single one of us has a path that lights us up, makes us excited to get up every single day, and brings massive service and impact to the world. In this podcast, we'll tune into our soul's true desires, take ownership for every single thing in our lives, and shift our vibration to embody the queen we came here to be. You deserve this. You get to have it. Let's go create it. Hello, my loves, and welcome back to another episode of the Raise Your Vibration podcast. I am so excited for this episode, probably because I recorded it with one of, recorded it, it's just a lot of, um, (laughs) recorded it with one of my best friends, Emma Del Rey, who is an astrologer and like me is kind of in between things on her entrepreneurial entrepreneurial path, I am struggling with the verbiage today. Probably a little bit of the Mercury retrograde energy is getting tossed up in here, which is exactly what we're going to talk about today, as well as the combination with Mars retrograde. So stay tuned for that. It's an incredible episode. Emma is amazing. As usual, she's been on the podcast a couple of times. If you haven't listened to her other episodes on Mercury Retrograde, definitely do that before diving into this one. Uh, We really expand on the conversations we've previously had. Now, before we dive in, I have a few fun announcements. One, tonight I am tackling a project that I am so excited to finally have the time to sit down and work on. You guys, I'm launching a physical product out into the world. And it's something that I've wanted to do for a really long time, simply because it's something that I really enjoy, I love, and I want to bring it to all of you. So that will be getting announced in the next couple of weeks. Stay tuned on that. In the meantime, I do have a few more announcements. On 11-11, I want you guys to mark your calendars and keep your days open because I will be speaking at a summit with an incredible group of men and women who are light leaders and healers and coaches and mentors and people who have really helped me through the past couple of months. I am speaking, it is Kara and Renee's summit. You guys have heard me speak about these two women over and over again and how they really stepped up to help me clear some of the spiritual shit that was going on in my own life. And I really hold them to high esteem. I believe they are two women who are walking in integrity and in the light, as well as my dear friend Megan Toner will be speaking there. You guys have heard her on the podcast. She is just an incredible human being and a dear friend of mine and so many other incredible people on the lineup. So keep your calendars open. I also wanted to let you guys know that the fearless codes, the manifestation codes, my light language activations are available. 
And these are really amazing energetic transmissions that can complement whatever you are doing to do your own healing work right now, help uproot some of the subconscious stuff, clear some energy out of your field that's no longer serving you. And I like to think of light language as a remembrance of who you truly are, as well as a way to clear some of these old patterns, again, in complement to the work that you're already doing. So the last thing I wanted to announce is that I am opening up a few spots for October and November in my calendar to serve each and every one of you. I know so many of you are launching your entrepreneurial journeys right now or knowing that you want to and you're just not really sure how to get started or maybe you have gotten started and you're just not really sure how to like simplify things so that you can run an effective side hustle or maybe turn that side hustle into a full-time business. And they really want to help you navigate that space because it is something that I am so passionate about doing. I love speaking to strategy and building multiple income streams and simplifying processes and having that masculine structure in place so that you can really have a business that you can be in your creative flow. And I have a fuck ton of Capricorn in my chart, you guys. If you don't know what the Capricorns are, they are the business people. They love this shit. And it's something that has just been lighting me up and I've been feeling called to help other people really get you know, grounded and step into what do you actually need and what can I help you figure out that will allow you to have a business. So if you want one of these spots, you can DM me on Instagram and I'm happy to send you a scheduling link or get something, just coordinate schedules with you. They are going to be sliding scale until further notice. So, you know, depending on if you've had something in your life happen, I know many people are experiencing things in their life that are out of their control. Um, I will be having a sliding scale of 88 to $111 for an hour session for business strategy. And I'm also doing 30 minute light language transmissions. And these are going to be sliding scale. Should I forget what my pricing is? It's on my website. Go look at my website. The website will be updated over the next couple of weeks. And I'll try to update all the links in the show notes. But if for some reason the link is broken on any one of these, you can go to like the newest episodes and they'll have the craft website. So stay tuned, you guys. Thank you for your patience with all my announcements, but I know there's a couple of you guys who are looking for this information and for sessions. So I am bringing it to you all. Now, without further ado, let's dive into this episode with Emma Del Rey. Well, Emma, welcome back to the Raise Your Vibration podcast. I'm excited for you to be back. I know that everyone is feeling what is going on energetically, at least I am, as far as Mercury retrograde and Mars retrograde. There's a lot going on in the world right now, and I think the listeners are going to really enjoy what you have to say today. So before we dive into our conversation, why don't you tell the listeners if they haven't heard one of your other podcasts, how many times have you been in the podcast? Like two, three, three? This will be my third. This will be the third. Okay. If you guys don't know, Emma is one of my dear friends. So we like to have conversations, record them, share them with you. It's good. We talked for like 20 minutes before we hopped on the mic and we're like, we should probably do this. So um, warning for the podcast episode, I'm over-caffeinated today and a little bit 
<laughs> twitchy. So just roll with whatever comes out of my mouth, but we'll let Emma do most of the talking today. Um, Emma, why don't you tell the listeners who you are, what you do, where they can find you, and then we'll dive in. Okay. I'm Emma Dalray. Uh, I'm, I'm going to just be honest. I don't know what I do right now. I really... You know, if you go to my website, it says I'm a spiritual guide. I've just been taking a break, redirecting my life. Um, I am by nature and training an astrologer. And my focus, really with myself, but has always been with my clients over the past couple of years, is just helping people heal, helping people come back to themselves, trust themselves all the good things, trust their intuition most specifically. But yeah, I've been taking a little break from social media, although sometimes when I'm bored at work, I look at Instagram, but then I don't like things because I don't want people to know I'm on there. But I haven't been posting anything and I've just been, not just like that, like it's not good enough, but sending newsletters, working through my website and that's been really great. And I can give you that to put in the show notes because everyone spells my name wrong. So that's kind of where I'm at. I love that. And I think so many people are going through that right now. So thank you for sharing because I don't know how many conversations I've had over the past two months where people are like in a transition phase or something weird has happened that's created a shift for them. So it's, I guess for the listeners, just a really beautiful reminder that wherever you are is perfect. That a lot of people, I think for me at least, it feels comforting to know that other people are going through something similar and that we are all on this journey and this path and it's not about the destination and it really is about the path, which is something that I've had to really like ground myself into personally. Like, I was so focused on the destination. I don't know if this resonates for you and we'll get into what we want to talk about, but this just like is how I feel about this is that I was so focused on the destination for so long that I forgot that like good and bad, the things on your path are there to help you grow and expand. And that's really what this journey is all about. And to know that you aren't alone, that I think many of the listeners know that I've gone through a pivot and change just like you that you are surrounded by people who are going on this journey with you and that you are not alone is, is comforting in itself. So thank you for sharing. And yeah, does that have anything to do with the energies that are happening right now? Oh, oh I thought you were muted for a second. No. Oh, there you are. <laughs> no, I was just thinking for a second what I wanted to say. I feel like it does. There's been, I mean, everyone says that 2020 has just been, it's been a lot of words. Shit show is the first one that comes to mind. Um, <laughs> astrologically, there's been a lot going on. And I feel like what's happening right now is just a really big continuation of a lot of the themes you've kind of experienced this year. Mm -hmm. So Mars retrograde and Mercury retrograde are what we're kind of working with. Mercury retrograde, if you have not listened to those podcasts and you want to go back and listen to them, 
I'm probably not going to go into like all the detail details, but that happens super common, like three times a year. So that's nothing crazy, but Mars retrogrades about every like 18 months. So almost two years-ish, maybe it's 22 months. So that's um, a different flavor than what we're kind of used to. And it's been especially this, I mean, it's still fall, but I would say like end of summer, September, that kind of feeling. Um, There was some Mars was squaring Saturn. You don't need to know what that means. Other than we all definitely felt this like tension. There's definitely been tension, obviously, for various reasons of what's going on in the world. But this kind of like push and pull of like, okay, I want to go, but I can't. I want to do this, but I but no, it's not. And I, you know, I was like so in that. And I was like, what is this? This can't just be me because everyone I talked to is like, yeah, I have this idea. I want to do this thing. And not just like in business or creatively, but like knowing where you wanted to go, knowing mm-hmm. what direction you wanted to head in or that starting to become clear, but then putting it into action and like, <laughs> this is just not working. There's no action. <laughs> There's no action. It was like, okay, I'm going to, no, I'm not going to. I literally, I, I, this feels so, so true for my own. Cause I was like getting all these ideas of like creating a physical, physical product, like doing podcast episodes. I was getting downloads for the past two, three months and I was writing them down and be like, yeah, I'm going to work on that tomorrow. And then I'm not, but like nothing happened. And now Two months later, I'm finally starting to put things into action, which I think is really interesting that it aligns so much with the energy you mentioned. So what, two months ago was when Mars squared Saturn. Is that what you said? Yeah. I I don't think it's exact anymore. I know it's going to happen again. Um, But now Mars is retrograde. So I don't want to say scratch that, but there's still that like tension because Mars being retrograde is... It's a lot of things, but it's this particular one's about slowing down. So we were like having all our ideas, getting ready. There was that tension. Mars goes retrograde or went retrograde September 9th. And then it like, I don't know. For me, it was like all this other stuff came up. I was like, I want to do this. I want to do that. And then it was like, actually, there's all these other problems you need to deal with. And then later down the line, you can actually do those things, Mm -hmm. which is like, feels like now. I feel like you had a question. Well, I'm just curious what the energy of like, I've seen a couple of things on Instagram. That's Mm -hmm. the extent of my astrology knowledge, but like, what is the energy of and I want to just pause for listeners who haven't listened to the Mercury retrograde episodes. I'd really recommend to go back to those two. I think we did two on Mercury retrograde mm-hmm. and just listen to them so you can get a foundation of what Mercury retrograde energy is like before we dive into all this. But what is Mars retrograde energy? What does that feel like besides the slowing down? Like, What are some things that we may be noticing right now? Yeah. And just for the listeners, I mean, definitely go back and listen, but any retrograde is going to have some level of slowing down because it appears to us on earth that the planet is going backward through the Zodiac and not performing the way that we, you know, see it as like progressing forward. 
So it's a time always to reflect, slow down, go inside, kind of go internal, no matter what planet it is, that is just going to like spice up and add flavor and themes. I'm hungry. Can you tell? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. the, The time period. So this specific Mars retrograde happens to be in Aries. Mars rules Aries. They're very good friends. So it's really comfortable there. So instead of it possibly being two different themes, you know, because if it was in a different sign, it could totally be different. It's very united, which I guess is nice, but it also just means it's really intense. And Mm -hmm. Mars and Aries energy is very fiery, very passionate, very bold, maybe a little bit aggressive, very independent. So those are just some really general themes of what it is. When Mars is retrograde, I have some notes, but some things that always just come to the top of my mind, it's going to ask you to deal with things that you probably aren't dealing with. So Mars rules things like anger, sexuality, being bold, you know, putting yourself out there if you're kind of being shy or timid or not standing up for yourself or standing up for the people around you and that matters to you. That's just like one example. Mm -hmm. You're going to start to face probably things around that and be like, wait, no, you know, Mars is the warrior. So Either you're dealing with the maybe shadow side of your warrior, the way that that's not working for you and how to bring that out. Um, Yeah, either bringing it out or maybe just like, you know, like, "Hmm, maybe I'm being a little too aggressive or too independent. Where is that hurting me? Where is that maybe not helping me and supporting me? But yeah, because of that Mars square Saturn, which was – at the beginning of the retrograde and will happen at the end of Mars retrograde, which is November 13th. It's a lot about slowing down, expecting delays and restrictions, expecting things to not work. You know, I was listening to someone talk about it and I was like, why is she saying I have to have a backup plan? Like, what is that about? But having a backup plan in case things go wrong, Mm -hmm. if they don't work the way that you think they're going to work, you know, you might be asked to kind of take a different path, take a different avenue. Um, It's not a time of like, Where Mars without retrograde is like, I want this, I go after it, and I get it. Mars in retrograde is like, I want this. You can't see my hand, but like, I'm going to do this thing. I'm going to do that. And I'm going to get to the destination. I'm going to get the thing. But all those things might be obstacles or roadblocks or whatever it may be. And like any retrograde, most of those roadblocks, I used air quotes, um, they're probably just things that you need to be facing and maybe you're not dealing with. And that's going to be different for everyone. I, I would love to add some examples of what, cause I like, I know nothing about Mars retrograde, but just what I'm, as you're speaking, like what I'm noting so the listeners know I got a job at a coffee shop to like get myself out of the house and bring in some income as I'm in this transition period and we got really short staffed and I said I wanted to work like two, three days a week there for sure less than 20 hours a week. And I have been putting in, I think I had like 40 hours last week, which like, uh, uh-uh. I was, and I came home and I was so pissed off and I was so angry and resentful because I wanted to be sitting down to do the things like record the podcast and have a physical product coming out and like start redoing my website. And I just haven't been having the time. And I was, I'd been furious. And it was like, I kept putting off having the conversation with my boss of, Hey, I only want to work two or three days a week or tops four. Like that's the maximum. 
And there was other places that I was noticing I needed to set boundaries too, that I was feeling really angry and resentful about. And I wasn't standing up for myself of like, Hey, these are the boundaries I need. This is like what needs to go. This is what needs to phase out. And I was just noticing that they all kind of happened and came to a head all at Mm -hmm. the same time. Like, all at the same time where I was like, okay, are you going to take your power back? Because after that spiritual trauma that we both experienced, Mm -hmm. I was having a really, really hard time having any sense of power. I was just kind of letting people walk over me and use me. And I wasn't standing up for myself. I wasn't speaking my truth. I wasn't stepping like all of the themes that you're speaking to were like, I I couldn't like there was just that like block and that stop and I feel like this retrograde is making me aware that I'm just kind of being the person I was probably five six years ago when I was in a very traumatic response of like quiet and timid and not setting boundaries so it's just interesting that and I share this for the listeners because you may notice some of these things coming up for you and what I want to ask you, Emma, is if we are noticing that maybe there's something that's making you angry or resentful, how do we start to, I guess, what is the work that we can do during this time to really utilize this energy? Because I believe that all these energies are to serve us. Mm-hmm. So what can we do to get the most out of this Mars retrograde? First word I heard was nothing. <laughs> I think we get so, that's not my actual answer at all. And all that. I think I know I in the past have gotten so in my head about like, well, what can I do? What can I do? Yeah. And like we were talking about me before we hopped on of like, the more you think about something, the more you kind of butcher it. Mm-hmm. I noticed in the past for me, I'm like, I'm going to think about it. I'm going to, I'm going to do it. And then I'm going to make a plan. I'm just going to like, mm, I'm going to like crush this thing. And then I forget about it. And I like, I'm still getting like rocked by it, but I don't even like, I'm just like, I quit. And I don't pay any attention at all. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to speak from kind of how I, I roll with any retrograde. Um, I'm probably the laziest astrologer, but I've been going through a lot and a lot of transitions. But I don't really like keep super track like of things. Like my planner will tell me and I'll be like, cool, and then I'll forget. But I have the pattern app on my phone. So you should download that. Everyone should download that. I'll link that in the show notes. <laughs> yeah. It's so good. remind you. About all these things. So that when that pops up and it's like, Mars is going retrograde and this is what it means. Like, that's what happened with Mars retrograde. Totally wasn't thinking. I read it. I laughed. I was like, oh, we'll see. <laughs> I, next day or whenever it weren't retrograde, all this stuff started coming up about sex. And I was like, what? Um, uh, okay, this is the lesson. And I'm like, okay, we're going to work with it. And the biggest thing, whatever it may be that's coming up is – Every time it is, I'm like, okay, it's here. All right. Like, we're just going to like, I don't know, be with it and like not push it, especially with this Mars retrograde. It's something that came up when you were talking is like, there's something probably we're all working towards. There's something we're all wanting. There's something we're all maybe wanting to fix. Um, But whatever you're learning, and this is always true, right? Like whatever you're walking on your path, that's helping you get there you know, you can't bypass any of the steps that you need to experience to get there. And that's really true with retrogrades. I know I go into it, the mindset of like, I'm going to fix this. I'm going to learn so much. And then it's true, 
but it's really like you have to experience the whole thing and then sit at the end of it and reflect and be like, okay, this is what happened instead of trying to shocking that I would try and like manipulate and control it and like, you know, try to have my hands on how the experience is happening. Yeah. But really just being and like taking some time to reflect, like as you listen, like, okay, what is kind of showing up for me around this Mars retrograde? What kind of situations have been popping up? And it's probably usually in my experience, it's like one big area of your life. Mm -hmm. It's pretty clear, you know, it's clear and it's probably showing up in smaller ways. Um, one other thing that came up that I wanted to touch on, it also could be the opposite energy of Mars. So maybe some like Libra energy, kind of what you were saying. So, you know, that Aries Mars energy is like, I'm going to go for it. I'm going to be selfish. I'm going to be independent. I don't really think about how my actions affect other people. I just do what I want when I want it and I do it. And I hope that everyone behind me is okay with it, but I'm not like super concerned. So you could be swinging into the opposite of being like, what do you think I should do? Is that okay with you if I do that? I've been noticing that. I'm like, hey, babe, is it okay if I do this? I'm like, who the, why am I asking for permission? Same. Like, who am I? <laughs> Same. I've been doing that for a couple, actually, since all, everything that happened. I, mm-hmm. Is this okay? It's definitely part of that. Is it okay if I do that? It's so crazy. <gasps> but yeah, more so in the past couple of weeks. More so. Uh, um, so why, sorry, I don't mean to interrupt you, but why, why is that? Like, why would it be the opposite? Is it just that like, maybe we're swinging the other way or is it just, I just think anytime any planets anywhere, you're still dealing with its opposite energy. So while planets don't have opposites, the sign that it in, that it is in does. So the opposite of Aries is Libra, which can be very people pleasing, codependent kind of energy. So anytime, and this is true in all astrology, in my opinion, whenever you have energy in one place or sign, you do need to look at the opposite side because mm-hmm. they, they hold things in common, but they're very different. And it just is probably playing out somewhere, even if that planet isn't there. Because if you're not, you know, if you're not that, that Mars confident going after it energy, you're most likely in the other side of that, which... Mm-hmm could be the shadow, which is like being, you know, like maybe passive aggressive or like, Mm -hmm. you know, just not wanting to do anything or whatever it may be. Or you're in the complete opposite sign of like, whatever you want. Is it okay if I do that? What do you think? I don't know. I'm too indecisive. Like it could just be the Mm -hmm. total opposite end of that energy continuum. That's how I think of it. It's not just like, I stopped looking at it. It's like, it's Aries and all, you can't see my hands, but Aries and all of its energy. It's like, Aries is at one end, Libra's on the other end, and it flows in between instead of they're so separate. Mm-hmm. That's my, my logic behind it. And it usually seems to work out and people feel that. If, if that's Be what true. they need to feel, right? Yeah. You know, if yeah. you have a history of being a people pleaser, that's going to come up mm-hmm. because of the energy and where it is. If you're someone who maybe is too independent that you don't want to rely on people, you don't want to ask for help, then that's what's going to show up. Mm-hmm. depends on who you are. <laughs> Absolutely. So I think what I'm hearing from what you just said is really, there's not a lot that we can do during this time, but it's the witnessing and the observing. And I think really when any energy is coming up is just the the awareness part, which I think is the big part of the spiritual journey. It's like, you can't avoid the hard stuff. You can't avoid the 
the shadow. You can't avoid what's coming up, but it's witnessing and observing and seeing and recognizing that, hey, this is the pattern that's coming up or all these things are showing up. What are they trying to show me? Is that what I'm understanding? Amazing. And it's just an opportunity. To me, the way I've started to look at it, um, because I think on social media, on Instagram, there is a lot of like, oh my God, oh no, it's going to be bad. Oh no, it's like, I think it's the best, these are some of the best, the best times. That sounds funny, but like, it's an opportunity to deal with things that have probably been coming up that you have chosen not to deal with. And now mm-hmm. you, you, you could still choose again not to deal with it, um, but it's definitely going to be harder. And, you know, how long have I, you know, maybe ignored some of the issues around sex for me? Oh my, ever since I started having it, mm-hmm. you know, but, oh, okay, like here we here we go. And now I look at it as an opportunity. I'm like, again, my very gung-ho, like, I'm going to fix this. But I'm like, now it's an opportunity to really heal this. And if it's yeah. coming up, it's probably been trying to come up for a long time. Yeah. And just being with that. And for the specific Mars retrograde, just let, let things take time. Don't push. Don't try to you know, do your best and not push. <laughs> but it's, it was like you're not gonna get where you're going until it's over that's literally <laughs> part of that energy right now is like you're being built up or you're learning things so that when this is over whatever you've been trying to get after or do or confront or have it's it, it comes in mm-hmm. but you're missing a lot when you're like trying to make it happen when it's just not time for it to happen yeah feel that when is it over again I think you said this. November 13th. November 13th. And so what does this look like when paired? And maybe you could just do like a very brief overview of what Mercury retrograde, what does that pairing look like? Or what, how is that energy amplified? Or what would, what would that combination really look like or, or impact? Yeah. So just a little overview of what is happening with Mercury retrograde right now it's going in between Scorpio and Libra. So there's already that opposition that we were talking about. Now there's Mercury and Libra and there's actually a planet there that's going to bring even more of those themes forward, which I know I felt since Mercury went retrograde. I'm like, oh my gosh, what is, why am I so indecisive and why do I care so much about what you think right now? <laughs> um, so Mercury retrograde alone, you know, it brings up this one more specifically, which I know you have I don't want to say bad luck with, but like bringing up people from the past. Oh my God. I've had so many exes from the past. That's so funny. I hope Jamie doesn't listen to this episode, but I had a dream about an ex. Like, yeah, it was a long time ago, ex, and there's nothing there. Like to me, very clear, (laughs) but her little (laughs) Leo ass will still go jealous. I had a dream about him and I was like, what is this about? why like why and I didn't even like put two in together it's mercury retrograde hi okay let me just process that out loud on the podcast (laughs) you were saying that though because I've been having dreams too and I'm like I don't ever dream about this person like yeah like people I had long forgotten I'm like why are you why are you in my dream right now I had a dream about like the first guy I ever dated for like a week in eighth grade. And I'm like, I don't even, what? What? (laughs) What does that mean? But yeah, people from the past coming and not coming into the picture. That's also a really good point. 
they can show up in your life, your DMs, mm-hmm. thoughts, um, dreams. It's not necessarily that like they text you and they're like, I love you. Let's get back together. It's just like that. They're I almost like, like resurfaces. Yeah. Like, it's just like your subconscious is kind of like trying to clear shit out. And it's like, would you deal with this? Would you deal with this? Whether whatever form that person comes in. Um, it's also, you know, the, the basic things, communication, technology, all those things aren't working, you know, the way they're meant to, um, which is Can funny I- because Apple just released its new phone. Side note, I don't know why that made me think of that, but oh, that's see, we'll see how that goes. That's interesting. Um, can I just interject and tell you guys how I had this moment of like, God, people who don't believe astrology is real blow my mind because on Monday, I live on an island that is a very large island. I think it's the second largest island in the United States. Maybe. Hmm. I know. I had no idea. People were quizzing me about it. And I was like, I don't fucking know. I digress. The whole island was no internet and no cell service and very, like, very few pockets of cell service. Jamie drove 45 minutes to the other side of the island and had no cell phone service. All the hospital's internet was down. All the veterinary clinic internet was down. Like people were doing cash transactions all day. And it was either the Mercury shadow the day before or the day of Mercury retrograde. It was like right around that time. And I was like, well, it is Mercury retrograde. We're off to a bang. But it was like I was sitting there being like, how can people not believe that there is something that impacts our technology stuff during this time it's yeah blows my every time that was my little two cents on mercury retrograde it just blows my mind how so much power can be come from planets and energy and everything else and it also goes to show like if that's what that's doing out you know out in the world what is it doing inside of you because something's happening, you know, we all experience it, whether we know anything about astrology or not. Mm-hmm. Astrology just gives us like the language to put to it, but mm-hmm. we're all having some sort of internal experience, which is just interesting to think about, especially people that don't, you know, like my partner likes this stuff, but he's not like, okay, Mercury's retrograde and it's in this house like I am. He's just <laughs> like, yeah, oh yeah, it's retrograde, things broke at work. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> But yeah. <laughs> it's still like I always get like what's hap- like what's happening inside of you with your thoughts. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also just live my life that way, thinking about what people think about. <laughs> I wonder though. I also this is gonna be a side conversation, but I also question because I'm like Mercury was in retrograde three months out of the year my entire life, and I didn't notice it until I became mm-hmm. conscious and aware. I didn't notice yeah. my thought. So I think there is this like you notice this more now, I think I'm just more sensitive to any type of energy in general. I'm more in tune with my body, my thoughts, my energy. Like I just know when something is different or something is coming up or when something is shifting. So I do think that like they may be having more thoughts about something or their ex may be coming back or whatever may be impacting on an astrology level, but you don't have that level of awareness or you're just not paying attention enough to be like, oh, this is a pattern or this is a thought I'm having or this is something that's coming up for healing. It's just not a conscious thought for people who haven't gone to that level of or wanted to go to that level. Maybe it's there for them. It's just the desire to actually go into the healing isn't there. I'm not sure. And that was just a random little side. No, 
I mean, what do I have to base it off of other than just experience and other people's experience? But that feels very true. Because even just with myself, like the more I've just gone along my spiritual path, the more intense it's become for me. Like the day, the day before something goes retrograde, it's become clear. I'm like, this is what we're working on. Yeah. Like it just, I'll get in a fight. Something will happen. Like I will just, you know, it'll be very clear. But two years, two and a half years ago, I had to do a lot more of like the work of like, what's happening? What's happening? What, what's it going to be? Where now it's just like, okay, you were, have been ignoring this. Here it is. Mm-hmm. But you also have to have that aw- awareness of self and be willing to look at things to be able to like, unearth, you know, hold yeah. the space for that really. Yeah. So I guess to anyone listening, it's okay if you're not having that like, oh, this is what it is, but you can start to just pay attention. And that's what I think consciousness and awareness and healing is, is just paying attention to how you feel, what's coming up for you and what, for me, I think for, at least this is my view on the work is like, how can I be a better human being, especially now, maybe that's just because of what everything that's happening in the world. That's how I view the work is like, how can I be a better human being to myself, to others, to the planet, to earth? Like what, what's coming up for me to release so that I can be better to more loving to myself, others, and the planet. Like that's, that's how I view it. So if, even if you're not having these like deep insights about like, Oh, this, this is coming up or this is the theme that's perfect. Like all you need to do is pay attention. Like that is all the work ever is. It doesn't have to be super complicated. I do think though, as you start to notice these patterns, you're like, Oh, this, I find this stuff super fascinating to be like, Oh wow, this is how it all is connected. So that's what this conversation is about is showing you how these energies really do connect to your own work and your own healing. So what I'm curious about is now we have the Mercury retrograde, bringing up people from the past, the technology stuff, the communication stuff, right? That's really what Mercury retrograde is about. We have the Mars retrograde. What does that look like when combined? Yeah. Yeah. I have a couple couple more things I'll say about Mercury retrograde because I know that it's specific to that versus the overlap. Okay. really good time to actually do spiritual work, whatever that means to you. I was reading stuff and it was like, it's a good time to dive into astrology or like the occult or like looking at different kind of things. I like booked like this really cool reading for my, it's before my birthday. So it would be in Mercury retrograde. Who am I that I do things like that? I was like, I'm going to do this during Mercury retrograde because I think it's going to be great. (laughs) Um, But if you feel called to those kind of things or like, um, you know, researching something like go for it. It's a really almost easeful time to go into that space mm. um, instead of trying to like combat that Mars retrograde of like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Like kind of put your desires to the side and trust that they're going to work out and something new pops up or different alternative. I don't know. Like you want to experiment with something, lean into that mm. for the next three weeks because Mercury will be retrograde. It is right now through November 3rd. And the other thing is like, I mean, it's 2020, so we're kind of used to this, unexpected changes that are going to bring new opportunities. The things are going to change. I mean, isn't that just life? You know, yeah. like something changes and something else pops up, but it's going to be a lot of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and anytime there's, so Mercury is going to be opposite Uranus for a lot of the retrograde. 
And that just brings a lot of chaotic energy, kind of tense, anxious energy. And the best thing that you and all of us can do, not you, but like, I didn't know what word collective you collective. Yeah. You, we, all of us um, is to stay really flexible. So if something changes, you know, trying to not, Mm. you know, it's hard because Mercury is going to be in Scorpio for part of the time. You're going to want to control and put your hands on it and be like, this is what I said. Um, but you, it's like in your best interest to just be like, okay, you know, shrug your shoulders and just be like, something else is coming. That's going to change. You know, not, not getting so hung up about it, which is, that's hard. I was just, I was literally laughing because I've like, (laughs) this morning I was thinking about, I have such a thing with timelines, like really bad where I like, I don't know if it's Virgo, Capricorn, just my, I stick up my ass, but like, (laughs) if I have a plan in my head of what the day is going to look like and something on that day changes, I have a really, really hard time being flexible and shifting and being like, oh, this came up. I guess I can just do this real quick and it, like, it's going to be fine. I'm like, no, it has to be this and then this and then this. And if anything in that timeline changes, then it's catastrophic. Like, <laughs> and so this morning was literally my thought. I was like, I'm going to work on that. I'm going to try to be a little more like calm, cool, and collected when it doesn't quite go mm-hmm. in my head how the timeline goes, which is funny because I feel like most things in life, I'm pretty like, yeah, whenever, but, 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 but like time is such a weird thing. I don't know. A note to that. I, I know for me where all that stems from for me is it's just a form of a trauma response mm. of thinking I'm not going to be safe if something changes. I feel safe by controlling and saying this is going to go like this. And then when something doesn't go that way, it's like, I know some part of me knows I'm going to be okay, but it's like, yeah that reminder that I can't trust things outside of myself because they change, yeah. which is just life. But that's hard for someone who has experienced something. Yeah. And I would say they have been amplified over the past probably five, six months. So that, that makes sense. Cause I think I've kept myself really like structured so that it structured yeah. and not at the same time, which is funny. Cause I'm like, <laughs> doesn't make any sense, but okay. I like that. So hopefully that helps someone listening. <laughs> yeah. Just good to know. Just good to know. I, I do think that's like good to know. It just made me want to say like, I think we sometimes get hard on ourselves about like, oh, I do this weird thing or I want to work on that and you can work on it. But you know, when something's a trauma response and, and it's kind of in some level, it's out of your control and it's a different mm-hmm. situation to work with it when that's what it is versus like, I'm just going to fix this with my mindset or I'm going to do this differently or I'm no, just going like to be less out of control. You, you got a whole, you got a whole other thing to do and it's doable. Yeah. It's a different type of healing, but it's, it's not the same like part of you that needs to be active. Mm-hmm. I just noticed that, that I'll be like, Oh, I don't like that. I do that. And then I'm like, okay, wait, but is that like something like, where does that come from? Yeah. I like that. And it's, I think that's an interesting way to look at things too, because I think we can get really hard. Like I notice at least in other people where I'm much more forgiving to understand if someone is a complete asshole. If I'm like, they had a really hard trauma or childhood or something, I'm like, oh, it's their protective mechanism. Like that's why they are that way. 
why do I not do that for, you know what I mean? It's like, I'm more likely to think about those things for someone else than I am to think about like my weird quirky things that are likely a trauma response. I'm more likely to think about it for someone else than I am for myself, which I think is interesting, but I can understand it when I see it in someone else. I'm like, I know why you are the way you are. I've been that way. (laughs) It's also the, like the fine line of like, you know, accepting those behaviors and just saying that's how I am or, mm-hmm. or doing the work to change them. Cause I feel like, uh, I know this isn't what you're saying, but people will use their trauma as an excuse yeah. to, Oh, well, I've had a hard life or you don't know what happened to me. And mm-hmm. that's still so much being in the trauma of using it as, um, your reasoning, which I feel like I've just moved past that. <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes I'm still there. Um, I think we all but, are sometimes, right? And yeah. I think at some like some points on the healing journey, that like if that's what you need to do to get through it, like fine. But also like at some point in time, when are you gonna? I mean, want it? Want something better for yourself? That's how I think yeah. about it. I'm like, I don't, yeah. I don't want to go around feeling like I have to feel like I'm on edge all the time because that's really what it is. I think for a lot of people that react 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 you're on that edge and that like fight flight or fight flight fight does it fight flight freeze or fight am i saying the thing i don't know why that's so hard in my head right now i can't get it out whatever (laughs) we'll just let words come out what do we say before we hit record we just let words come out and usually it works out Not all the time is that one. Not today. Mercury is controlling my communication, y'all. Insights. Um, But I think you have to decide too, like, do you want something better for yourself at some point in time? And are you going to get the help, the resources, the healing to shift that? Yeah. And also... I mean, we, we could do a whole nother podcast. We really could. <laughs> like, this is- um, you know, that silly quote came to mind of like, how do you eat an elephant one bite at a time, but like one piece at a time, you know, focusing on one trauma response, one thing that maybe is like right now for me, it's um, really worrying about what other people think and like having to run my decisions past someone and not feeling like I'm safe to like be my own person. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's just Mercury retrograde bringing that up. Great. Cool. Um, but you know, f- finding one thing, um, and working with that instead of like, you know, sometimes the big picture is just overwhelming. It is, it is, it is. And I think too, I, I've had many conversations with my therapist about this, over the past couple of weeks, just you, you know, you have this vision of the person you want to be in your head or that like, end thing. And we all want such instant gratification that we think we can just skip from here to here. It's like, oh, I want to be more confident and like stand in the truth of who I am and be really empowered. Awesome. But if you have all this shit blocking you from that, like you can't just affirm affirmation your way there or like, you know, I think we forget that the manifestation, the co-creation, that's a lot of the conversations I've been having with her, like the manifestation process isn't just 
just the thinking. It's also in the doing and the uprooting all the stuff inside of you that is holding you back from stepping into that. And that doesn't happen. You know, you may wake up one day and you're like, holy fuck, all this has changed, which I think does happen because you are taking those, what, small bites of the elephant over time. And all of a sudden you wake up one day and you realize, holy shit, I am that person that I set out to be on this healing journey three years ago. But it doesn't just happen overnight. It's not something that just shifts. One Mercury retrograde may not bring up all the stuff that you want to shift and change. One Mars retrograde may not bring up all the stuff that you want to shift and change. It's this slow process of doing what, one, you feel safe to do and what you feel comfortable doing and taking that healing process one day at a time. And you may not have, like, I think about myself a year ago, I was like, what is this healing stuff people talk about? We all have little traumas in our life. I don't think I really understood that until I had a big trauma. And I was like, oh, all these other little things were linked to little traumas that I didn't really understand. And so what I would say, because a year ago, I probably wouldn't have said this about getting a therapist because I just did it. It was like, well, I don't know what I need one for. I haven't had a trauma. And I wish I had had one then to work through some of this stuff because I, at that point in time where I was, I didn't understand that there were all these little traumas that led to a bigger one. And so I share that with all of you because if you really want to expand and co-create and manifest, you have to feel safe to go into that person that you want to be. And if you don't, you will keep you know, I was listening to something, read something, whatever. Um, there's really no such thing as self-sabotage. It's just these trauma responses coming up because you don't feel safe to have the thing you want, mm-hmm. you know, and letting go that idea of like, I'm getting in the way of this, you know, separating yourself from the response and saying that the response is getting in the way of this. Mm-hmm. What am I going to do about that response? Instead of like, there's a part of me that doesn't want it. It's not that, you know, you want what you want, because it's for you and it's mm-hmm. meant for you. But if you don't feel safe to have it, all of you are worthy or deserving, but usually safe um, and capable of holding it or knowing what you would do with it, then it's not going to come. Mm-hmm. And it might come. That's not true. I feel like I've gotten a lot of things over the past couple years that I've wanted, and but I, I didn't know how to hold the space for. And then it falls through your fingers and then it becomes this whole other thing in your head. Oh, well, it wasn't for me or I didn't deserve it or it wasn't whatever. And that's not necessarily, it could be true, right? It could be that it wasn't for you and it's leaving because it's not what was best. But sometimes things don't work the way we want them to or we don't get what we want because it's not safe to have a thing. Not because it's not yours for claiming. It just maybe isn't yours right now. I love that. Off soapbox now. <laughs> What's that? Instead of off my soapbox. I could talk oh. about that forever. I know I get on soapboxes sometimes, but it's like sometimes that's just what needs to come through. So Yeah. I think it's just such a misconception and all of the manifestation. It's like you can have anything you want. And I was always the person as someone with a lot of trauma, now that I see it through that lens that wasn't getting everything she wanted. Um, maybe that's part of a block and all these things, but I was like, there's something else. And once I learned about trauma and see it through these lenses and how that could have been getting in my way of like not feeling safe to have anything that I wanted. I was like, oh, well, that makes more sense. And that I can work on mm-hmm. instead of feeling like the universe is duping me or it doesn't want me to have what I want or other thoughts that I've like had. It's like, okay, but I can work on 
having less trauma responses. I can work on feeling safe. Mm-hmm. And I think that that the work is is tangible, right? It's something that we can do. We can actually. I mean, not to say like, but it's something that's more. I feel more grounded about it. Um, mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. I love all the manifestation shit. But I think you, when you combine these two worlds and you put the like very grounded energy of like doing the work with manifestation, I feel like it's just like this unstoppable force of like you can actually get where you've been wanting to go all along. Yeah. And I think it's just adding... I was thinking about how we were talking about one of the days we've talked recently, like manifestation. And I was like talking about how I struggle with that. And I like went, you know, after that and I was like, okay, this is what I want to manifest financially this month. But then I also asked myself, like, would it feel safe to have that number? Mm. You know, like checking in with that before I even try want to manifest something yeah. instead of like at the end of it being like, oh, I guess maybe that wasn't safe. Was it for me? Mm-hmm. You know, checking in with that, like, yes, no, or whatever you feel, however that works for you. And I like set my number and it was like, mm-hmm. I'm like, okay. And again, like baby steps up too. Yeah. It's, you know, I think that's big too. Cause I think so often there's like, you see all these people who've just like, it looks like overnight have shifted mm-hmm. and people do have quantum shifts. I think people have breakthroughs in that all the time. And I believe that's possible for all of us. And Sometimes what we need to do is take those baby steps so that we start to trust, oh, it is safe to have, you know, if you're making $3,000 right now and you're like, I think $10,000 sounds terrifying, you're not going to go overnight from $3,000 to $10,000, but I can say, well, what does this number feel like? Does that feel safe? $3,200? Sure. Great. Amazing. I'll expand to that. Like, right. Like it's just a different mindset. And then you start to trust the process and you start to feel safe to expand. Cause I think that's a little bit of what it is too, is like that energy expansion takes more responsibility too. And that's, that's scary. That's terrifying. It's a lot more to manage. And like, sometimes we're just not quite ready to go there and that's okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. What a tangent. What a tangent we went down. <laughs> so Mer- Mars and Mercury retrograde and manifesting and trauma. And, uh, all the good things. <laughs> the most important thing. This is, this is basically if you ever got a, Emma and I probably talk. Well, it's been less lately. I feel like we were only talking like once every other week now, which is sad. But it's like once a week we we're talking for a very long period of time. And this is basically what our conversations have been. So welcome to the, the inside of my social life on Zoom. Yeah, that's basically what this is right now. This is our social life. Um, um, any la- sorry, you're going to say something and I'm going to I don't think I even answered your question about the overlap. So oh, will- should we do that? I think we just, <laughs> I don't know what I said that got us down there, but or what happened, but we went there. I think... You know, so something I didn't mention, Mars is all about your passion, your drive, kind of like your will. I really think about, it's almost like your day-to-day energy. Like how do I show up every day and interact with the world? Obviously your entire chart has to do with that, but it's like that, um, 
piece of you that's kind of always there. Like my Mars is in Leo and I do like things to be about me and be the center of attention. And we were talking about how I like to complain and how people like know things about me. I think that's a little bit of it too, of it's just like, well, let me just tell you about this thing. Let me talk about myself. It feels good. Do you but know also, Mars is? I'm so curious. Now. I'm like, where's my Mars? Um, not off the top of my head, but I will look it up when we finish. Okay. But, so that's kind of what it is. It's that piece of you, like, you know, it, I feel like it's wo- woven into everything that you do. Mm. Um, and Mercury is all about the mind, the way you think and the way you communicate. So the last thing I would say with them overlapping, like the biggest theme is just slow down. Like whatever you think you want to do, don't do it. Not don't do it, but like I'm never the person that's like, don't do anything during retrograde. People will yeah. say that. Don't, don't do new. Don't sign a contract. Don't, don't, don't. Like life happens and you can't plan your life around retrogrades. I'm sure people do, but I don't think that's the easiest or best way to live. Yeah. But just let things slow down the overlap, that your mind not working the way it is, your energy not feeling the way it usually maybe feels, all this stuff possibly coming up, you know, just the world as it's been so far in 2020, all like the collective energy is just so off and tense and anxious. Like let things slow down. If you've been fighting that, really just like give yourself the space to not. We're moving into winter. I mean, it's not winter yet, but like the energy – in terms of like the seasons is starting to slow down. Like we're going like just stop pushing. Mm-hmm. And I bet underneath that there's like a lot there's a lot to work with. Right. And remembering that the things that you want, specifically with Mars retrograde, they're gonna come and always they're gonna come. Mm-hmm. But right now it's not the time for that to happen. It's a time mm-hmm. to learn to be to gather whatever it is you need so that when this is over. You, you're like, okay, got it, can do it. You know, you're almost like back to normal. What is normal anymore? But you're back, you know, something and you kind of clicks into place and you're like, okay, I can do this now. There's that tension's gone, that mm-hmm. uh, I can't, uh, I don't, I want to, but mm, never mind, I don't want to. That will kind of ease up. Mm, I'm ready for that. <laughs> it's like every other fucking day. I'm like, yes, let's do this. And I'm like, no, I don't want to do anything. Give me some Netflix and some chill. (laughs) I knew you were going to say it. You're like, am I? Am I going to? I'm going there. (laughs) I almost said that at work the other day and I was like, oh my God, that'd be so uncomfortable to say to someone. I'm like, you got to stop being so weird, Shelby. Stop. No, you don't. No, you're right. It's never going to stop. Never. (laughs) Never. (laughs) As we speak in our dinosaur voices on my podcast. (laughs) I don't know what you expect anymore. I'm not sure. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing. (laughs) I have no expectations. But what I did want to add to this is that when I first learned about Mercury retrogrades, I was terrified of every retrograde. I was like, who's going to come back? What, like, because I think that's, I think it is a lot of how social media posts portray it, or at least what I was following or what, I don't know what, where I got this idea. You know what I actually do? I think Danielle Laporte had it in one of her books that she's like, and I never do a launch during Mercury retrograde. And that like sunk in my head as like some sort of subconscious limiting belief that like, 
nothing can happen during Mercury retrograde. And I, I think Lauren Megan expanded this for me because she has her best launches during Mercury retrograde. And I was like, oh, maybe it's just the belief system around what Mercury retrograde is. And maybe everyone operates a little different in it. And maybe like it gets to be whatever it gets to be. Because I think for a while I was doing what we talked about earlier of like trying to control this yeah. time or be so hyper-focused on it. It's like, no, it's just that observing and witnessing and like doing what you feel called like it was any other time of the year. So if anyone is having that weird energy, maybe that helps something kind of shift in you. Because I know for me, it was like this weird, especially when I was like fully in my business, I had this like, and I would do it yeah. every time it was Mercury retrograde and I was in a launch, I would like freeze up and have like, like it was just like, I would have, I, my energy was so terrified about it. It was, it was a very like controlly energy around it. And so that maybe can just shift some things for you. Like it doesn't have to be a time where everything in your whole life stops and you can't sign contracts and you can't do anything because I feel like it's the opposite yeah. of what life is. It's just going to happen like as it's supposed to. Yeah. And it's totally what you believe around it. I know there's people out there that share like, don't, you know, don't launch, mm-hmm. don't do things. And then there's people who are like, I've seen or have such successful launches. It's just what you believe. Yeah. Um, I also think that um, the more you walk down your path of spirituality, or, you know, exploring yourself, whatever word you want to put on that, the less you're experiencing some of the like technology breakdowns, communication, like some of those like the word is to me is superficial. Like some of that stuff mm-hmm. kind of just, it's not as prevalent. That I feel like that stuff comes out to get your attention, mm-hmm. to, to, to get you to go inwards. And then there's other stuff waiting for you. Mm-hmm. Um, but really it goes back to intention. It's like, if you want it to work, it will work. Yeah. I believe that. It's not out to get you. you yeah. Know? the not great mentality that I don't love. It's really here to help you. And that's why I get excited about it. I'm like, Oh, what am I going to learn? Yeah. What am I going to experience? What can I do? Not what, what shouldn't I do right now? I know. I think it's such like a, and to go back to like basic spirituality, like it's such a fear-based way of thinking. Mm -hmm. And you know, that was one thing I think after taking a step back from this community for such a long time and coming back, it's like you, you witness how much is still taught in a fear-based way. And I think it's just the way we are wired as human beings, but people like focus so much on the stuff that's bad about it or wrong about it or scary about it instead of like, what's empowering about this. And how spiritual is that? That's what like, I don't understand. But we, don't we buy into it. Oh, yeah. Because it's, I mean, it, it satisfies that little part of us that likes the, <laughs> the drama. Which, which, is, which is okay. And, and, but I, 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 I feel like, oh, this may be a tangent, it takes away from actually looking at the, the darkness inside of us and inside the world by spreading fear. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like, like telling you what to be afraid of, what is bad, instead of looking at what's actually not working within you or in the world. Mm-hmm. It's like a weird manipulation of like, of, and it's just boggles my mind in a community that is kind of based on like going inside, understand, you know, all the things that spirituality preaches that it, it's still in some ways is like preventing you from actually 
going inside and sitting with the discomfort and the pain and the not so great, not again, air quotes, not so great stuff. Like that's where the magic is. That's why I love rhetoric. Like give them to me. If something bad, you know, nothing bad has happened, but like dark comes up or like a part of me, I don't want to confront. Like that's the real work. Yeah. I think it's, I think it's very prevalent because I think that is how we are wired as human beings is to avoid those things. And so even when we join, join, we walk in, we awaken, we join the spiritual community, whatever. <laughs> it sounds culty to me. And I'm just like, avoid anything called language now these days, you guys. <laughs> um, but when we like, start to open ourselves up to spirituality. We want to do that, but we're, we have all these programs that are still, you know, telling us to avoid the hard stuff or like, you know, wanting to keep us out of those depths. And I think it's just part of how we are wired as human beings is to avoid that. And even if it means like, you know, you could be on either side of the spectrum of like the airy fairy lovey, like, all love and light and that there is nothing dark and that, you know what I mean? Like you could be on that side of things or you could be on the fear-based side of things where it's all, everything's scary and terrible and let that, but it's not actually allowing you to go into what is underneath all that. And then I hope that makes sense is like, you can really be on either side and not actually be doing the work. Does that make sense? One hundred percent, but you also know who you're <laughs> Yeah, well, <laughs> you, you speak my language. <laughs> Hopefully everyone listening understands that. And if you have questions about anything, you could probably email yeah. Emma. Emma's not on the socials right now. She's got a website, email. You have an email newsletter. And you guys can always DM me on social media. I might not get back to you right away because I have decided to set some boundaries with social media too. I just like, you know. I don't want to be on there every day and I don't want to be in my inboxes every day. And if I feel like it'll go in, if I, I don't, I don't, but I will respond to you. If you message me at some point in time and space, just be patient with me. So if you guys have questions about things we talked about today, if they're astrology related, ask Emma, if they're about one of my weird tangents, you can DM me personally. I am happy to respond to all of you. So any other thoughts? or tangents you want to go down. I know we could do this all day because yeah, we just like talking and yeah. Okay. Well, last words of wisdom and we already shared where people can find you. Is there any other thoughts you're having before we jump off? Just deep breaths. Deep breaths. Go inside. Like, I don't think it's all that scary. No. I also love that dark side of like what's in there Ooh. You scorpio my virgo ass is like i don't want to go in there fuck that shit so maybe it is just me um <laughs> but as someone who doesn't necessarily have a i mean i did for a while but that doesn't anymore have such a resistance to it mm-hmm. it's just I agree. you like it can't it's it can't hurt you and it's but it's gonna hurt you more by not yeah. It's like a totally. fucking, such a weight off. I think that like, I think about so much, you know, so much of my anxiety and de- like the depression I experienced over the past couple of months and like just the numbing out was, I'm like, why the fuck did I not feel, I mean, I wasn't ready to feel some of this stuff yet, but I was like, I just went into it. I cried a lot. I got angry a lot. And like, I, oh, 
I cannot tell you the first probably uh three four months of working with Ashley she would just like sit on this is my therapist by the way (laughs) Emma knows Ashley so I use her first name but I would just ball my eyes out with her for an hour and then I would ball for the rest of the day and I did that and now I feel so much better I'm like wow I wish I would have done that earlier so it's you know you get to cry and you get to feel better and yeah it's not so scary after all yeah. Well, thank you so much for being here. As always, I love our conversations. And for the listeners, if you have not already rated or reviewed the podcast episode, or if you um, have any feedback, please do that. Uh, tag Emma, even though she's not on the Instagrams, and I let us know what your takeaway is. Let us know what you're doing during this Mars and retrograde or Mercury or what you're not doing during this Mars and Mercury retrograde. And I love you all. Thank you all for being here. Thank you.